otherwise on SAFM. Welcome to the first edition of Otherwise. It's the 1st of January 2014, and you're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala, and my producer today, sitting in our Johannesburg studios, is Joey Lehodi, and our, pro- our technical producer today is Gunnett Nguyenika. You may call us on 0891-104-207, or email us at otherwise at safm.co.za. Now, I do hope 2014 found you where you wanted to be with the people you wanted to share it with, and that all was where it was supposed to be. (laughs) Today, most have made New Year resolutions, and hopefully we will help you keep some of them on the show. We share tips for a healthy summer detox with uh, Helen De Beer, who's a dietitian and client uh, relations manager at DNA Lysis Biotech, Biotech. Biotech, yes. And uh, the tips are for a healthy detox, and she will join us on the line in a few minutes. Otherwise, on SAFM. And then later on, you, we will help you on how you can mentally prepare for the year ahead with Janine Lisa Shamas, who's a psychologist and winner of the Pfizer Mental Journal Award. And you, we will be taking your calls and, uh, if you'd like to in- interact with us. But I see everybody is at the beach. Everybody is, is, um, still continuing to celebrate. And there's lots of celebrations. We'll tell you where else you, if you still have the energy, where you can go to, to, especially around Johannesburg. But we also talk about safety on the beach. That's very much later on the show, uh, during afternoon talk. But first, let me welcome, um, Helen De Beer. Hello, Helen. Helen? Okay, while we wait to get hold of, of Helen, we'll take a piece of music. Coming through, taking my smile on devices. We drop skill with spinning around. Sacrifices we ought to take with speaking our minds. Second night is going to cause chills in your spine. Durban to Cape Town, connecting mics, moving with time. Targeting universal masses, we get it defined. The soft form of choose to use and not to decline. Be the richest, most vivid vision ever seen by the blind. Why do you tapping your feet to the beat? Listen to my words. Better than silence, you're listening to what's said in birds. It's great movement, we call hip hop simply refers to the way we treat life. And it's Beautiful curves, creatively painting pictures of the negative and positive. Too much of the truth sometimes can be provocative. You make you think about how long you want to remain anonymous. anonymous, anonymous. My truth spinning on every mic, every eardrum. My dudes and honors have got to come get some. No borders or boundaries could ever stop this one. Power the mic so they hear us from the hills to the slums.
That's music by Russ Nerich. Thank you for the music. Yeah, it's still party time in 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 South Africa. Actually, all over the world, I think. Okay, we do have Helen De Beer, who's a dietitian and client relationship manager for DNA Biotechnology, and we're talking about detoxing after the festive season. Hello, Helen. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Well, how was your break into 2014? Uh, it was it was a very nice family fold occasion, but I think for everyone it is always a little bit excessive with lots of food and um, you know all the all the Christmas festivities. Yes, but, but lots of fun. Yes, and happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Now, you. where do we begin to detox? First, let's talk about what detoxing is. Sure. You know, detoxing is its actually a natural process that happens in, in one's body anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and the big organ responsible for that is the liver. So what happens is you have two phases in your liver which helps detox when you're eating, you know, t- drinking alcohol, smoking cigarettes, eating foods with, with um, that have been dried, any kinds of toxins that you take in um, go through this detoxification process and in your liver you have your phase one which recognizes these toxins and activates them Mm -hmm. and when they're activated then they become actually quite harmful to the body because um, they're in their most active form to be recognized by phase two which then neutralizes these these toxins and then excretes them from the body so that's that's what happens in our body all the time 24-7 that's luckily what we what we have going on already but what is nice is to be able to just give your body a break and support those detox processes and that's what we talk about when we say going on a detox is mm. actually looking at how you can support your liver and, and just not not overload it with toxins mm. now how long is a detoxing process if you like um in, in the body it, you say it happens every day but the other is there a time limit? I mean, I'm not too sure how long it takes, or is it just happening 24-7 in your body? It, it really is just happening continuously, and it would depend on um, certain factors, whether, you know, what what toxins are coming in, how quickly they get detoxified through the body, mm-hmm. um, and how well your, your enzymes are working. So what we look at are specific gene variants that play a role in how... Um, how well your enzymes are functioning in phase one and phase two, mm-hmm. where some individuals can detox quickly mm-hmm. and very well, and other individuals with specific variants that code for enzymes that are not functioning as well as they could be, um, then they they need a little bit more support and more help. But it really just depends on on genetic variants as well as. Um, what what toxins are in the body, but it's it's a continuous process. It's not like your your liver ever gets to take a break. <laughs> I know, so that, that, that's why I'm asking. You know, it's it's working overtime already. So what what you're eating becomes very important. But how do you know then? Um, and we'll talk about ways of detoxing, but and the healthy ways. But how do you know then that it is time, or is are the telltale signs, for instance? In how when the body excretes the waste, to tell whether you need to take a longer time detoxing, so a week is not enough. You need 
you know, you need more than a week or more than a, a month, or maybe it's just changing your lifestyle completely. Are there telltale signs that, uh, you know, there are more toxins than usual? They, they could be telltale signs, and, and that's often when, when you start to feel sluggish, um, um, sort of idiopathic disorders or, or certain, certain disorders that you're not quite sure what's happening. It could be um, a detoxification process that's just taking longer or your body's not working as well as it could be. Mm-hmm. Or if you're overladen with toxins, so, you know, after, after a big festive season, there is just a lot more that your body has to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And so that is when, you know, when you're feeling tired, um, when you're not functioning as well as you could be, um, often when there's this lack of sleep, things like that, because your body needs to rest to be able to detoxify properly as well. So there are certain telltale signs, and, and when you start getting sick more quickly, that can also be a sign that you, you should maybe just give your, your body a, a bit of a, a boost. Mm-hmm. But... I would say that it is a lifestyle change that it would be the most beneficial way to go. So to go onto a detox when you have been overloaded with toxins, but then to to change your lifestyle after after going onto a detox as well is always beneficial and your body would appreciate it as well. Is water just enough to flush everything out? Sorry? Is water enough to flush everything out? Because most people believe that if you detox and you're just, you know, drinking loads and loads of water and that's going to be your solution. Oh, no. Well, what happens is, you know, water is very important to get everything out of the body to, to help with the flushing. But it's also important to support um, your liver in in detoxifying. And what your enzymes need are, are certain proteins, um, just using water on its own actually can can disrupt, you know, if you just stick to water and, and don't support it with healthy food, then it can actually be more harmful to your body. So what we suggest when you go into a detox is to really up your organic vegetable intake, mm-hmm. um, your cruciferous vegetables, so those are all the ones with the crust in them, things like your cabbage and broccoli and cauliflower, and um, then to increase your intake of, of other fruits and vegetables to try and get a, a good variety of different colored vegetables and fruits, mm-hmm. and then also to eat good protein. So fish is always one of the best options, and then your legumes also work very well. And then to cut out things like um, processed meats, high-fat foods and saturated fats, obviously your alcohol and caffeine, and then to drink lots of water to then help slash everything out, but you need to take in those those proteins and vegetables and fruit to support your enzymes. So water on its own can't actually do the job. Mm. People tend to also, you, I've seen, you know, after a binge or something like that, and people, first thing they drink is a fizzy drink, um, I, and I don't know how that works, but, you know, people take a lot of fizzy <laughs> drinks and they say they feel better, or, or the energy drinks. Well, what, what probably is the case for that is that um, after, after an alcohol binge, you are dehydrated. So mm-hmm. you're lacking your, your fluids as well as um, your, your glucose, which gets um, as well, and your minerals, so your potassium and your phosphorus and all of those. Mm-hmm. And your energy drinks contain those kinds of, um, those kinds of things. So your, your, 
glucose and your, and your minerals and everything are in those drinks. Mm. And that's probably why they do feel better. But I would say in the long run, um, it's not really the best cure. It can't be good for your liver either. <laughs> no, no. So what would almost be better is if you could do drink lots of water after a big binge, just make sure that you really are getting in enough water. And mm-hmm. um, some exercise is always good because that also helps to, to just boost all your processes and, and helps get everything going um, and to sweat out the toxins. Um, and then to eat well, so to have something that is very nutritious. So, for example, bananas contain a lot of the, the good nutrients that are often um, used up when you're when you've just had a binge. They contain lots of potassium, which is really good for, um, for supporting these things. Um, and then to eat lots of Actually, fresh fruits and vegetables would, in the long run, be better, as well as an egg, which or or some fish, which mm-hmm. also contain good proteins and amino acids to support your liver. You try. You, you suggest tea as 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 um, good for because it's rich in antioxidants, right? Sorry, I didn't catch that one. Oh, I'm saying you suggest tea. Um, so, yes, green tea. So green tea is very rich in antioxidants, and um, any kinds of. So you could your herbal teas contain many antioxidants to help boost the processes. And what you need for supporting your enzymes are your proteins, your antioxidants, and that would be um, your green tea or your herbal teas, and um, the colors and fruits and vegetables as well, and mm-hmm. um, and and then your. Uh, and then your good proteins as well. The other thing that's very popular this time, especially today, people binging yesterday and well, eating quite a lot and drinking quite a bit. And the first thing they do today is they're going to have a braai. The beaches are full <laughs> all over the country. They're going to have a braai. And you said red meat not to eat when you're detoxing. No, I would, I would almost go for, you know, if, if they are very keen on having a braai, a fish braai would, would be possibly the better choice, mm-hmm. but red meat is, um, it's not the best because it takes quite a long time for your body to digest it, also very high in saturated fat often, and then when you brine the food, um, you also make the, the meat more carcinogenic with that, that crispy black fat that, mm-hmm. that us South Africans love so much, <laughs> but <laughs> that, that also doesn't help so much, I agree. Yeah, no, but I, th- I believe that sleeping will sort out all your problems, or most of them, if you sleep well. Exactly. So with everything, um, with supporting your body through nutrition, you also need to help your body um, just to, to work properly, and that's where you need a lot of rest. Mm-hmm. And if you're not getting enough rest, it's going to be very difficult to stay and healthy and um, in top shape for the rest of the year. So one of the, I think, a good New Year's resolution is to make sure that you get a good, a good night's sleep every night. Now, I, well. wonder, I wonder um, if, if, you know, what, if you're going to detox and we, we're talking about a program and hopefully a change of lifestyle, and one of your suggestions is stay away from stress. Is that possible? Because I think we live such stressful lives with a lot of pressure. Now, how, how, how do you manage to be stressless? No, that's true. I mean, especially as, as year starts going on, it does become very stressful. But things to help, help de-stress is, is 
exercising mm-hmm. um, and then also finding hobbies that take your mind off things that do cause a lot of stress, mm-hmm. um, meditations um, and things like that. And then to, you know, when you are getting very stressed, just to make sure that in those times you are taking in good nutritious foods to support your body because you, when you're under more stress, your body's using up all of those good nutrients more quickly mm-hmm. and that's when burnout can occur. So over those times, it's very important to be quite um, vigilant about taking in high amounts of antioxidants possibly looking at a, a good nutraceutical multivitamin and multimineral, things like that. And then your your fish oils would also help to just um, decrease things like inflammation, which has also um, increased in times of stress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, for someone listening now, just uh, give us a top 10 list of where to begin to start your detox. So I would say top thing is to... Cut out all um, the bad guys, so your alcohol, um, caffeine, as well as cigarette smoking, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, then to stock up your kitchen full of healthy fruits and vegetables and organic whenever possible. Mm-hmm. And make sure there's a good variety of colors. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get in five different colors of fruits and vegetables every day. Then making sure that you're drinking a lot of water as well as green tea or herbal teas, which also help and have a lot of antioxidants in them. Mm-hmm. Um, taking in enough fiber, and that's what you could get in with your fruits and vegetables, but as well as your, your whole grain products. Mm-hmm. Avoiding all refined foods and sugar especially. So cutting out sugar for a while. Um, also cutting out high-fat foods. And then... Um, increasing your, your good proteins such as your, your oily fish um, and, and eggs contain a lot of um, good amino acids and, and uh, vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. And then and to then make sure that you eat regularly so, so don't skip meals, um, to exercise and to sleep enough. You know, we've heard this before, and we, we always need to be reminded. Hey, we've heard this before so many times, but we need people like you to, to, you know, to remind us to get back in line. But Janine, tell me about the, the de-analysis. Well, what we do at the analysis is we look at specific gene variants that are the code for enzymes, and that looks at how well and healthy you can be. So... Um, we test specific gene variants and we have different tests um, that can just pinpoint certain areas of weaknesses in your body mm-hmm. and how to then um, support those those weaknesses with um, good nutrition and lifestyle advice. Um, so we test um, such as the detox, for example, the detox um Enzymes in your liver will test specific variants and look at where if those enzymes are working as well as they could be. And if not, then how do we support that? And then we give recommendations on that to make sure that you're living as well as possible um, and having longevity. Now, can I just walk into your offices and, and, and just ask for this test? Yeah, so 
what we do is um, it's done with a, a cheek swab, sort of CSI style, mm-hmm. and it's a, just a quick a quick scrape of the of the inside of your cheek, and that you can you can walk into our offices or you can um, look at look us up online um, at theanalysis.co.za and you can order the test online as well. And then that sample gets to our lab where, it's, where your DNA is extracted and then those gene variants are tested and then put into a report with advice. And we also um, have a very large network of accredited practitioners who are very skilled in what they do, dietitians and doctors, and they work with our tests, and you can go to them to get even more um, personalized advice based on your genes. Are your offices national? Pardon? Are your offices national? So we, we're based in Johannesburg, but, yes, our tests can be delivered um, nationwide and overseas, and our practitioners are um, situated around the country, so... People can just look up on our website for one of our accredited practitioners in their area, and they can go directly to them and get the case done with them and get their advice given to them that way. You know, I heard I heard um, that maybe 2014 will bring us enough technology and apps uh, to be able to do this ourselves. You know, um, yes. I'm, hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping we can have an app that you know you, you scan over your body and <laughs> over your kidney. It just tells you how, how you need to detox and need to look after yourself. So hopefully, that would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be fantastic. It would be you so can good. To the advice, then. <laughs> but tell me, Helen, um, how do people then get hold of you? So you can either call our offices, or I would suggest um, looking up online, going to our website, uh, the analysis that's. Uh, D-N-A-L-Y-S-I-S dot C-O dot Z-A or they can email us and that could also be your um, just to email admin at the analysis mm-hmm. um, and then and then you can contact us and we'd be happy to help and, and get the tips to you and give you all the good advice for weight loss or for longevity and whatever specific health areas you're looking at to improve. Fantastic, fantastic. Thank you for your time. Thank you for talking to us. And we wish you all the best for 2014. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day and a lovely year ahead. Definitely, definitely. Thank you so much, Helen. We, 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 we really appreciate your time. www.dnalysis.co.za dnalysis.co.za I think all of us should have these tests, and they're so easy. Um, and, and I think it's all for our benefit just to make sure that our kidneys are, are, are coping with the things we, we consume. And... Uh, you may you may find uh yeah find her there and and look at it. We'll take a little break now before we talk to uh, talk to Janine Shamos about how to mentally get ourselves ready for the new year. She's a psychologist, but here is some music. Yesterday I missed you And today I miss you back, baby I miss that violet dress you wear 
It matched the ribbons in your hair. Girl, there are no words or phrases to express the depth of my longing for you tonight. I miss your embrace. Want to tell you about it. As you read these lines, may you find my heart. I rise from my lips to your heart. Hope they find you. Hope they find you like my kiss to your face, like my skin to the air. May they drip your mind like my kisses to your hair. to Otherwise, and that song's called Missing You. And joining us now on the phone is Janine Lisa Shamos, who's a psychologist and winner of the Pfizer Mental Health 
Okay, my <laughs> the music just wants to continue playing. Well, I was I was saying that Lisa is also the winner of the Pfizer Mental Health uh, Journalist Awards, and uh, Lisa is specialises in mental health counselling, crisis intervention, trauma resilience, and self esteem, uh, corporate training, and team building. Lisa, welcome. I beg your pardon, Janine. Hey. Yes. Hi. Hi. I called you Lisa, but it's Janine Lisa Shamos, is it? Yes, it is. Hi. Welcome to 2014, and I hope it's a good one for you. Fabulous to be here. Fabulous to be on the side of 2013. I know, I know, because now we must look up. It looks all positive. Um, Absolutely. And we must must make sure we make it positive. And are you going to help us do that? I was saying earlier that lots of people have made New Year resolutions, or we all tend to at this time of the year, and it's difficult to keep them, though. How do we make sure that we, 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 we keep our promises to ourselves? It's a very important point, and I think the first thing is what have we promised ourselves, and is it realistic? Mm-hmm. We very often at this time of the year, I mean, I know just we went for a drive earlier, and everyone's going jogging already, and <laughs> we'll know that the gyms will be full and the, the streets will be full of joggers, but is it realistic to continue that? And coming into 2014, 2013 was a difficult year for a lot of people, and it's, it's important that we keep our, our goals realistic and our expectations realistic, mm-hmm. and that we stick to what we believe in, that we, we're setting goals and promises to ourselves because of what we truly want, not because of what other people want us to want. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's very difficult, especially when we compare ourselves, uh, we set ourselves targets because of people that are, are around us, you know, the, the, we, we, people that inspire us maybe. But how do you know um, what you are capable of? And what are you capable of keeping and making sure that you are not comparing yourself with anyone else, but you are actually setting those goals for yourself? I think it's important for us to remember that we're always capable of achieving more than we think we are. We're all a lot stronger than we think we are. Um, and having those you know, limits and expectations or goals that, that are realistic in a way that we, we take into account past history. So if I use a stupid example, I know I can say I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to go five times a week. No, I'm not because I never have. (laughs) Never in history is this going to happen. It's not going to happen now. Mm -hmm. If I say maybe I'll join a ballet class, that's probably a little bit more realistic. So Mm -hmm. taking into account what your personal drives are and looking at your inspirations and the people that we admire and saying what do we have that we have in, in commonality, that we have similar to them. How can we emulate what they're doing in our own way, put our own spin on it? And speaking to your friends is very often a, a very good way to, to understand what you're capable of. I think a lot of us are quite hard on ourselves, and we, we tend to either expect miracles or disaster. And very often the people close to us are the ones who say, hang on, you can do better than that. Mm. Or aren't you pushing yourself a little bit too far on this point? Let's, let's backtrack a little bit. And having those sounding boards is an important part of, of social interaction, a part, part of being human. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, we've just come from this very hectic uh, festive season. Where, firstly, we started mourning. We, we were in a period of 10 days of mourning. 
And a lot of us felt like we had walking around with a big pit in our stomach because we were so sad. And then all of a sudden, a, a rush to celebrate Christmas and go crazy. And now we need to get back to 2014 and start afresh and start thinking of getting back to work. Some of us are starting new careers. Some of how do you how do you move through all those phases and still come out okay, or move through all those phases and make sure that you're ready for 2014? I think this has been a, a very symbolic, maybe end to a, a hard year and a, a hard journey for a lot of us. And going through periods of mourning where the whole country did, and I think a lot of us still do, that how do we live up to our expectations as a country, as a nation, as people, and putting on a balance, sort of a seesaw, looking at the, the different emotions that we've been through. And I think very often the festive season is not realistic in a lot of ways. We're kind of forced to celebrate. We're forced to party. We're forced to enjoy and be festive and that's maybe not how we're feeling at that point mm. but having that social interaction is sometimes important and I think for a lot of us and I, I include myself in this that there was that kind of okay now you're sad now you're happy mm. you pull yourself out of that and you think well okay during that process what have I learned about me what if have I got back to who I am and what I want to achieve and maybe 2014, and I hate saying, you know, it's an election year, it's a, it's a determining year for a lot of us, and we're starting new careers and new paths, and learning from what we've learned as people, as we've learned from ourselves, and holding up that kind of expectation for ourselves, and trying to, to keep the balance. Very often during the festive season, generally we lose it on a m- number of levels. And we overindulge. And I think maybe this year is a good time following everything to to sit back and actually take stock. What do I want to achieve this year? Who do I want to be? What are the things that I want to leave behind as my legacy this year? Um, as what I remember as maybe doing that I didn't do last year or achieving that I didn't do last year on a, on a realistic expectation. And write those things down. Have Keep stock of yourself mm. because very often at this time of the year we kind of go, okay, well I'm going to be into size 18 by March and then I'm going to, you know, run the comrades and then and we don't ever document our progress. We don't mm. document what our end goals are and we lose it because life happens. So document. You say life happens, and I was going to say that some of us don't have choices. That's why we can't even look back to see how we got to where we are because you hit the ground running. I mean, you you were saying earlier that we're forced to celebrate. We were sad and a bit and then all of a sudden it's Christmas and everybody has to be rushing around and you have to be rushing around. But most people live their lives like that, slotting into spaces. Absolutely. We, we I think saying, you know, you've got the choice to, to be this or that or, you know, is almost a luxury. But... In everyday life, we have those choices. How we don't choose what's going to happen, we don't choose what happens to us, but we can choose how we deal with that. Uh-huh. And we need to make those choices. And I think be more conscious of it. A lot of us, we fall into that slot. Oh, I'm stressed. I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm so hectic. I can't talk to you right now. Yes, I'm sorry. I've neglected my friends this year because it's been very busy. But ultimately, we make the choice to do that. 
And if we can be more conscious of those choices and be conscious of the fact that how we interact with ourselves, how we interact with people around us is a choice every day, and we can change that. We might not be able to change what happens, but we can change how we react. Mm. Now, a lot of people going back to work and... You actually don't feel like going back to work because your colleagues, you know, you, you've got problems with dealing with people around you. How do you overcome that? Looking at it honestly um, and realizing, you know, there, there are different scales of problems, obviously. You know, going back to work, I don't think anyone feels like going back to work at this point. <laughs> um, we kind of get into that slump and go back the weather's brave and you just don't want to get back into work life. But I think looking at different scales of problems, you know, how much are we saying, well, oh, I don't want to go back because I hate that woman next to me and, mm. you know, she just irritates me. Is it a real issue or is it something that we're creating to create drama? Mm. And let's deal with the real issues and deal with them head on. You know, maybe there's something that I'm doing in my everyday life that isn't helping how I feel mm. and feeling control, feeling that you're in control of your own destiny and your own life and that you can come home at night and have that time, even if it's five minutes, lock yourself in the bathroom, for five minutes where you don't have screaming kids and you don't have telephone ringing and you don't have people around you, get your headspace right and realize there's some things we can control and some things we can't and let the things we can't go and it's easier said than done. Mm. But practice makes perfect. You know, the more we kind of live that, the easier it becomes to be calm and be balanced. So dealing with work stress, you know, is an issue. Deal with it. Don't let it fester. Speak to your manager. Speak to the person who's, who's annoying you. Find out what the core issue is and how you can proactively change it. Mm. We, we also know a lot and say a lot about and use words like introspection. And you said easier said than done. What are we talking about when we talk introspection? How can we, you know, how can we do it properly? And when do we know it is doing it properly? Because it's easier to blame somebody else. It's easier to point a finger. But when we say take time and, you know, and, and spend time alone and just think through it, how is there a process that helps better? What are we hoping to find from ourselves, from within ourselves? What sort of questions should we be asking ourselves? I think importantly is you kind of, it's one of those weird quirks that you know you're doing it right when it's hard. Um, introspection is not an easy thing. And, and coming to terms with who you are, whether it's done on your own, whether it's done through a, a support group or a therapy session, or it's not an easy process because it is. It's much easier to blame something or someone else. Mm-hmm. It's far easier than looking at yourself. And I think for, for people listening, going into to a new year, finding the things within your own life that bring you a sense of peace, a, a sense of calm, whether it is sitting in a garden, and it sounds very daft, but having that connection where the voices go quiet, where you can actually feel yourself connected to the world around you. And we often, I say to a lot of people, and I do it myself, sitting on the floor, and it's a good exercise, sit on the floor, with your back as close to the ground as you can get it, <laughs> and actually close your eyes and feel yourself connect. Just breathe out to a point where you feel every inch of your body touching the floor. Mm-hmm. 
and there's a sense of peace in that. And then the thoughts come when we're not thinking about, okay, what do I have to make for dinner? Who do I have to please today? What are my expectations of everybody else? Mm. I'm going to a party. What am I going to make? Who's going to be there? Are they going to like me? Just having that few minutes to breathe unhindered and find out for yourself, I think for me the question is not so much what is the meaning of life and why am I here, but what is the bigger picture? What is life expecting from me? What is my role here? How am I going to enhance the people around me, the world around me, and enhance my own appreciation of the world in a way that doesn't hurt myself? I think a lot of us are so worried about caring for other people that we forget who we are and what we need. Mm -hmm. And it's important sometimes to be selfish and remember you. You know, I met a young man when I, on my way back to Johannesburg in the plane. He was sitting next to me and he had this gorgeous book that he took out. I thought it was something he was reading. And I asked him what it was. He said it, it was a present um, from a friend and it's a journal. He keeps writing. And I said, what are you writing? He says, no, I write about um, every time I'm inspired, I write about how I'm feeling. And the following year, I'll go back to look at how I felt you know, a few months ago, you know, to see if I've changed or not. Does that help? Absolutely. We forget in the, you know, as you said, we hit the ground running. We forget a lot of the precious moments. And documenting them helps because we look back and we go, wow, that was actually an amazing day. And we forget being in the world as it is. We're so bombarded by the negative stuff and all the things that are going wrong mm -hmm. that we forget just that the contact with someone sending a newspaper who smiles at you, the little kid singing a song in a shopping center that made you smile. Mm -hmm. We forget those moments. And those are the moments that we need to cherish because those are the ones that matter. And if we document it, we remember it. So I think journaling, and I know not everybody likes the sitting and writing and you kind of sit there with this blank page and go, hmm, what am I going to write today? And I think it needs to be a, a, a very intuitive process. Don't think about what you're writing, just write. Mm -hmm. Write what you've seen, what you felt, someone who inspired you, something that made you smile. Get all of those things down because you'll remember them and you can look back on them. Well, I'm going to look back at this conversation throughout the year, and I thank you so much for your time. We will keep those journals. We will have a positive and spend time with ourselves. Janine, how do we find you? Do, can people call you or go to a website to find, um, and somebody may want to come and see you, and those sorts Absolutely. of things? People can have a look at the website, which is liveyourlife.co.za, or can email me at janine.shamas at gmail.com, um, and they can drop me an email. I'm based in Joburg, so if anyone wants to come for a, a group session or just a feel-good session or, or has a, a something that they want to bash through or talk through or cook through, um, <laughs> you can do that. Um, I, cooking is important to everyone out there. Please cook and create and connect. I think that's the most important thing for us all. I think we'll talk to you again. So Janine Shamos at? Gmail.com. At gmail.com. Fantastic. Yes. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic year till we talk again. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Janine. It is www.liveyourlife.co.za or Janine Shamos at S, it's Janine S-H-A-M for mother O-S at gmail.com. It's now time for Nali Bali.